When one Kiwi girl decided to live her life by the motto, it's either a good time or a great story. So my life motto, pretty much since straight out of the womb, has always been, it's a good time or a great story. And share the wild antics of her dating, relationships and sex life with the world. One of the hottest podcasts was born. It's just insane and I love it. I never miss an episode. It's the best. Me and my sister love the show. Never boring. It's pretty insane. Sometimes shocking. Oh. oh my God, no. Unapologetically fucked up chat where there is always a fair bit going on. And I'm super excited about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's Terry. What's up, cunnos? I feel like every episode I start with some Tinder wind-up that I've done or some outrageous story of something that I've been up to recently, and today will definitely be no different. But first of all, I need to address why this episode is late as fuck. And to be honest with you all, I've been having a fucking shit time. I don't know exactly what's been wrong with me. I have just felt awful over the last few weeks. My anxiety has been through the roof, the worst it's ever been. And I'm in Melbourne and everybody has been super excited about the harsh restrictions finally starting to be lifted. And for me, it was just, I didn't even want to leave the house. It was such a weird experience for me because I'm the kind of person that will hunt out something to do if all of my friends are busy. I will go on Tinder to find someone to drink with when all of my friends are busy. So there has been a fair bit going on. I have to move out of my house in about 10 days and I still don't have a new place to move into. Gyms have been closed until Monday. I'm recording this and it's Tuesday. So day two of being allowed to go back to the gym, which has been fucking amazing. I have lost quite a few clients for my business due to budget cutbacks because of Rona and Malbs. I had this shitty experience with this guy the other weekend, which I think I'm going to do an episode on down the track. And worst of all, the cafe where I get my free daily coffee from is closed. So it's been a fucking few weeks, I tell you what. But I am fucking back. I am feeling good. I've finally been able to punch stuff again because the gyms are open, which honestly, exercise makes such a fucking difference. And I'm hopefully moving into a new place soon. I've applied for a couple. I'm on the road to getting new clients. And best of all, I just got my chin done, (laughs) which will lead into today's Tinder tale. What the fuck is getting your chin done, you may ask? So basically, no matter how skinny I am, whether I've just cut 10 kgs for a fight and I've just lost an extra 3 kgs of water weight in the sauna, and I also haven't eaten carbs for a week, no matter what, no matter where I am in my skinniness levels, I always have this stubborn fat under my chin and I fucking hate it. So I decided to go and get fat dissolving injections in my chin to contour my jawline. So I had this done yesterday and I was warned that I will potentially look like a bullfrog for the next few days to a week. And not only do I currently resemble a bullfrog, I genuinely look like fat bastard off Austin Powers. (laughs) If you don't know who that is, look it up. I'm also going to make a meme of that and put it on my Instagram. I was in so much pain yesterday that I ended up finishing work early and then just chilled out watching Netflix on the couch for the afternoon and of course had a bit of a Tinder swipe. I matched with this guy called Andrew who asked me to play a game of truth or dare with him which sounded fun. Obviously I came in hot and chose dare straight off the bat and he goes, cue disappointment. I dare you 
to add me on Snapchat, insert a snap name, and send me a pic of yourself. Andrew, you were so hot. Why did you have to go and do this? But I proceeded to add him. I needed something to cheer me up a little bit. So I add him on Snapchat and he accepts almost instantly. And I proceed to send him a picture of my outrageously swollen face and just simply captioned it, I'm a bullfrog. Keeping in mind, I look fucking terrible right now. I will upload a picture of this to the fair bit going on Instagram account along with these Tinder screenshots because I can't deprive you all of this. So after I send him this picture, he's just like, what? (laughs) Then I proceed to tell him that I'm allergic to rubber and therefore I can't touch the buttons on a remote. I told him that this annoying as fuck ad came on TV and I hadn't touched rubber in years so I thought it'd be okay to just quickly change the channel. And then I told him I was obviously still allergic to rubber because I've blown right up as per the previous picture. He hoped I was okay and that was pretty much the end of it. He stopped replying to me after that. That was the end of the Andrew whose dear for me was to add him on Snapchat and send him a pic. Bye! This will all be worth it though when I have an amazing jawline. So stay tuned for that. On today's episode, a while back, I was having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about our body counts, aka how many people would banged. And he goes, I would never actually be with a girl that has slept with more than 10 people. And first of all, I was like, wow, you're fucking lucky there's absolutely no romantic interest between us because 10? Uh, Yeah, moving on. But I had to completely disagree with him because I don't think anything that somebody has done in their past defines them and whether or not they're worthy for a relationship or worthy of anybody. And whether that's if somebody has slept with one person or 100, if somebody has lived a vanilla sex life or if someone has gone to orgies and had threesomes. Actually, a quick disclaimer while I'm on the threesome chat, there was actually a chunk of threesome chat that I edited out of this episode because I want to dedicate an entire episode to the glorious subject of threesomes. So that's something you can also look forward to but anyway back to my point I think that judging somebody on what they've done in their past is fucking stupid and that's a huge part of what today's episode is all about as well as the perspective of a very special guest who has been married divorced and done a whole lot of shit in between he's done it all and has some good fucking stories as well as some solid advice on cutting the bullshit out of relationships so you don't waste your fucking time So let's get straight into it. Coming in hot or not at all. Guys, shit is about to get wild. I have right in front of me a man that has lived a wild fucking life. He's had threesomes. He's driven over 100 kilometers just for a bang. He's been stalked by girls and he's got all of these stories for us to share. Can we please get a warm welcome for Luke Forrest, a.k.a. Kernsey, that was the best intro I've ever had. We're sitting here in we're sitting in a lounge room in South Melbourne recording this, and Kernsey over here, she's topless with nipple tassels on, and I'm like, this is this is weird. That's <laughs> an absolute fact. <laughs> nah, she's not she's not in nipple tassels. It's all right. I've got my trackies on. I've got my oversized hoodie on. And we're ready to go. Luke's got his Ugg boots on. Have you noticed since ISO, you, you just get lazy with everything that you do? Absolutely like, everything. Laziness is key. I don't even brush my teeth anymore. <laughs> okay, I don't take it that far. After I've finished brushing my teeth, I might go to a bottle of wine. Yeah. 
I think I think alcohol sales have definitely gone up over ice. Oh, absolutely. I know I've had my fair share of bottles. You go on now, eh? <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. I've got my Smirnoff Pure. I'm trying to lose all the ISO weight. So this is a no sugar Smirnoff Pure orange mango and soda. <laughs> I don't, you know, so I was walking with Em today and she grabs my stomach. She goes, oh. You've put on a bit of weight, Lukey. I said, she's going to give me a bit of positivity. To You're come. looking so good at the moment. Em is. Yeah. I am. She always looks good. Yeah. That's, that's my true. girlfriend, Em, by the way. Yeah, she does. And I've got to say that. Oh, that brings me to this, which usually I would start the show by asking my guest who they're banging at the moment. But you have a fucking awesome missus, so I guess that speaks for itself. Imagine unless, I said someone else. <laughs> unless you guys are into like threesomes or swinging or anything, because Ooh. I'm okay with that. Just give me the goss. Well, yeah, we've uh, we've, we've got a, a reasonably healthy sex life at the moment, <laughs> but it's uh, we're only eight months in, so give it time, give it time. So, but no, we like to. Uh, we're open and we're honest people, so that's why I thought it'd be awesome to come on your podcast because I've listened to a few of them and they are great. Very open, very honest. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we're all about. So you and I, we met through a client of mine and a client that you've got a close relationship as well. So we were at an event and, I mean, typical my fashion, but also typical your fashion. As soon as we met, we just started talking absolute shit straight oh, off the bat. Yeah, yeah, we are shit talkers. That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> And that is how we got here. <laughs> so we started talking about crooked shit pretty quickly and we got each other on Instagram. So we followed each other for a while now and I quickly seen some of the fucking funny content that you've oh. got on your Instagram. <laughs> and then I spoke to a few of my mates and I go, yeah, we've come across Terry on Tinder a lot. Like, about, <laughs> At least 20 people said that. It was real Did weird. Did they match me? <laughs> I, I don't know. They may have. They may have. <laughs> So Luke's Instagram is at Luke underscore Forrest with two R's just in case you want to also indulge in the hilarious content. But the main reason I wanted to get Luke on the podcast is not only because he's got some funny as fuck stories to share, which is very on brand for this podcast and I have no doubt all of the listeners will want to hear them. But I also wanted Foz to come on the show and help me portray the message that you can have all these wild experiences in life, but then still have an awesome relationship in the future without feeling any sort of shame or guilt about doing the shit you've done throughout your life and have no shame about sharing the stories. Well, that's what I was telling you beforehand, because I've been married. I was with a girl for eight years, got divorced about two years ago, both, and it was just a really open and honest divorce like i see a lot of there's a lot of bitter we were lucky we didn't have kids but there's a lot of bitter divorces out there where then people don't talk but we we were on the phone two months ago having a laugh and and whatnot she's pregnant now so and, and i'm stoked for it but there's i see a lot of people just hanging in relationships and I, I couldn't bring myself to that i had to be we had to be open and honest and looking back on it now it's the best thing i ever did like the best thing i you, you realize when you meet someone else that what you were lacking in your previous relationship. So, yeah, yeah, and Em's 100%. got everything. She's she's funny. She's great in the sack. <laughs> she's yes, a, she's beautiful. She's uh, career driven. And don't get me wrong, that year in between, I had some fun. Yes, <laughs> which we will hear. Yeah, which about. we will get onto. But uh, yeah, and I know I've, that's my advice to everyone. If you're have if you even have twenty five percent of doubts and you've tried to make it work, be open and honest and. My advice would be move on because there is always something out there and it's the best thing we've done. And, and Stace would agree too, my ex as well. She's met a guy who's a lot more 
more of a homebody and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, it, it is. It's good. Yeah, that, that, that's that's my advice if you're uh, going through a shit marriage at the moment. <laughs> that's also what I touched on in the first episode is I was in a pretty unhealthy relationship and what I did is I literally just packed up all of my stuff. This has been a month on coming. But I finally just got your clothes point. and your vibrator. Of course I did. Don't you insult me like that? <laughs> I want to talk about that lately. I've got, I've got, I've I got a question on that. I packed up the Satisfyer Pro. Yeah. I packed up the vibrators. I packed up the rope. <laughs> vibrators. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I just left because I knew it wasn't right. And now I'm in Australia, living my best fucking life. How I live my life now, I think girls get judged so much more than guys over sleeping with multiple people and it's more of like a taboo subject for girls sleeping with a variety of guys rather than guys getting high-fived for doing the exact same thing. Well, nearly everyone's starting an OnlyFans page. Have you thought about doing that? I haven't done that yet. (laughs) Well, you know when you get to that stage. Yes. (laughs) And I'm getting somebody that has an OnlyFans account on the show soon. Beautiful. It's something that I personally wouldn't do, Mm. but I also don't judge other people that do it either. I say the same thing. I don't think it's... Look, it's not frowned upon. Look, I would never follow an OnlyFans page, but I don't see if there, there, there is, there's a market for it because guys are stupid and guys will pay for stuff like that. So if you want to do it, you do it. You do, yeah. So, Luke, you've done what only one day I can dream to do. You've lived your absolute best life doing whatever the fuck you've wanted. You've obviously had some highs and lows and you still continue to live like a fun life, even though you're in a relationship. You guys still go out. You're here recording a podcast with me. You can still have girlfriends. You can still do all the fun things in life. And you guys also have a lot of fun together. So you, you've had threesomes. You've had stalkers. Yes, lover. <laughs> you, a couple of threesomes. You've traveled some crazy distances just to get a bang. <laughs> But mainly, Lucas lived a fucking sick life, and now you're in what I would say is my dream relationship. But don't get me wrong, you've had some crazy bitches yes. along the way. So <laughs> hit me with some of the stories. Well, I was, look, I've travelled a long way. This was when I was 19, to be honest. <laughs> like, so I was fresh. I was ready to go. I was probably horny. <laughs> and um, it was actually after we, I played a footy game, and there was a girl, and she'd gone from Melbourne, and she'd gone camping in, uh, in Torquay. And we finished a uh, finished a footy match, and I had a couple of mates there. And I didn't have my license at the time, so I didn't get my license until I was, uh, I don't know, twenty twenty. <laughs> I think that's lazy looking back <laughs> that's on that, isn't so it? So lazy. And um, anyway, she texted me. She said, "Look, you should come down to uh, to Torquay for a uh, for a party." And I thought, "Oh, party! That's generally an invite Sounds for like sex, a isn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have my license, so I then had to convince one of my mates to come down. <sighs> To drive me there. So I, I went to a mate, Coiny, his name is, he won't mind me saying his name. And he, he drove me down to Torquay. So it's just me and him, and we're in this party with just one girl and these other people that we don't even know. <laughs> anyway, he's feeling that awkward. And anyway, she <laughs> she goes, this was just at about 9.30, she was blind. And she goes, come back to the tent. And I said, oh, Coiny, do you mind if I just go back to the to tent? To the goes, tent? You weren't even in a house. Weren't, weren't even in a house. <laughs> and anyway, we went to the tent and... Uh, it all happened. And I had to make Coiny wait outside in the freezing cold for about an hour and a half, this, <laughs> 20 minutes. This man deserves so much more than a beer for his effort. Did you repay him in any way? No. <laughs> she didn't even have a friend for him to back. No, nah, nothing. So he ended up sleeping in the car, woke up in the morning, and since he's never let me live that there. Eh? Like that, that's a long time. Have you ever had guys travel distances to see you or...? 
Not really. Um, when I was in probably my first relationship, we were together for about four years. And every second weekend, he used to drive about six hours to see me. Ooh, yeah. For how long? So that was when I was that was when I was probably nineteen. Jeez. But so that was that was a relationship though, but it was still a big commitment. Probably more recently though, the only one that I've convinced is I was just horny and on Tinder one Saturday <laughs> night, and I was just Everyone's messaging all there. these guys up to. Yeah, that, that was it. That was that was my one line. And this one guy was in Frankston, and he needed to come to Melbourne, so it was probably like he had to get an Uber. It was an eighty dollar Uber, and he got there, and I. I just wasn't keen. It's cheaper than an escort. I was not keen. So I had some banter, got drunk, but we never ended up banging. I just, I didn't vibe with him. Really? So he can't even know. Couldn't you give him a sympathy route? (laughs) I I was looking at him and I was like, I'm going to have to get fucking blind to do this. So I just started getting so drunk. I got myself so blind and I still couldn't do it. And now we've got the 5K radius. So now you're in real strong. (laughs) We're up to 25 now. I officially updated my Tinder radius to 25 instead of 5. How have you gone during this 5K period? Have you have you managed to sneak a few in? I've had, before I left Canberra, um, before I left to Canberra, sorry, so I was away for a couple of months. But since I, I, I banged a couple of people in Canberra, naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I got back, I had been talking to this guy for a while. So it's just been easy having one consistent person yeah. on the roster. And it doesn't spread COVID as much. No, and it doesn't. Yeah, I'm being COVID safe. <laughs> I've always wanted it to be so hard to be single during this. Like, I had a mate who got single just before COVID. Oh. And I just got into a relationship at the start of COVID. So oh. we're like, Paul, he goes, geez, you've really timed this well. I <laughs> yeah. said, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the only reason I'm with them because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> She's a legend. If you're listening to him, I love you. Oh, <laughs> shout out to him. I have only seen her on your Instagram stories. And her and I have actually had our own Instagram conversation because I am I look at her Instagram stories. I look at her tagged in yours and I'm like, I need to meet this girl. She's fucking hilarious. As you said, we're a prime example of two people that have had their sexual partners and had their and had and done whatever they wanted to do and come together. I was thirty five, she was oh, thirty. And yeah, it's perfect. I reckon it's better like that because you've grown as a person and you know what person you are, I think by yeah. Maybe yeah, for 32. sure. I think I've even found out a fucking lot about myself in these last four years that yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. single. <laughs> that you're really easy. <laughs> We've gone on a bit of a tangent here. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, we love a tangent. <laughs> Continue. So, um, yeah, so longest hair. Uh, and even the way me and him met, to be honest, was a little bit different than normal because I was actually uh, catching up with a girl from New Zealand. Sounds like a good bitch. <laughs> and I don't even like New Zealanders. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealanders are the worst. And then fought and fought for me. And, yeah, just uh, – it was an interesting way of meeting, but it made me love her even more. So, it's, uh, yeah, it was an interesting way to, to meet. So. Oh, I love that. I sort of was a bit of an arsehole, I suppose, looking back. No, I wasn't. To no, 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 to uh, the New Zealand girl. Oh, but yeah. looking back on it, it's the best decision I made. But, you know, she unfollowed me on Instagram. And- <laughs> <laughs> so, the dating life, that year that I was single, though, the dating life was good. I yeah, only ever had Tell hinge. me some stories about oh. that year you were single. Yeah, so I didn't have a dating app until a week before I met Em. What's the first one you got on? I only got on one, Hinge. Ah. I reckon Instagram's just as good as a dating Instagram app. Instagram is a new dating app, I feel. Because why? There's no 
You just pretty much ask for their Instagram anyway. That's what mm. I've started doing. I've started. <laughs> this is like a top tip from me. <laughs> I've started going on clothing brands that I really like. So guys that will have good fashion. Yeah. I look at this clothing brand and What's see. What's your favorite brand? See their tagged photos. Oh, okay. Culture uh, Kings? Um, and or, No, one that I've really been looking at. Because this is like a very Melbourne kind of style as well. So there's a yeah. lot of Melbourne guys on this brand. It's called Billy Bones. Oh, I know Billy Bones. I tried, to be honest, I tried to buy some today. They're sold out of everything exactly yeah so you know these guys are going to be you know they love a drink yeah they probably love a line every yes, now and yes, then. Yes, they, they love do. a good time yeah so i look at the tagged photos and i go through and it's worked for me really <laughs> yeah the very first person i tried it with um i'm now still talking to him he's so fucking did tired. you tell him that's the only reason you started talking to him? i wonder if i could give him a shout shout out kyle yeah. <laughs> on your call for choosing billy bones <laughs> yeah. Kyle from Billy Bones, if you're listening. Billy Bones got him a Billy Boner. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an interesting tactic, to be honest. It is. Not one that I'd do, but yes. I don't feel like my story's Tinder or Hinge or it's a dating app. Mm. My story has to be something like a little bit more outrageous to be on brand. Well, Hinge, like I literally say, I did another podcast called Finding a Unicorn and um, (laughs) they wanted me to go on Hinge. So I said, all right, I'll go on a dating app. Went on Hinge. And um, within a week, I was talking to Anne, but we'd known each other previous. So that was the only reason she started chatting. And then I got rid of it straight away. Yeah. So I literally only met maybe two girls on Hinge. Yeah. And that did, was it. Did you go on any dates? I must be a catch. You know, you know what you should be looking for? Divorced men. <laughs> yeah. Because you know they're not afraid of commitment. <laughs> and they're emotionally scarred so you can fix yes. them. <laughs> I'm going to emotionally scar you even further. <laughs> But it's fine. You've been through worse. Well, nah, but Hinge is great. I'll, I'll recommend Hinge if you want to give me... I'll, I'll, I'll be an ambassador for it. Hashtag Hinge you know sponsor what, my podcast. You know what Em and I did when we were off our guts was um, Em actually... Because we deleted the app. So she emailed the Hinge, the app, and said, oh, I'm just wondering if you could get our conversations up so we can print them out yeah. and frame them in the house. And they said, unfortunately, it's all gone, all the thing. But, but we've got you up on the wall of love in Hinge. So they've put our oh. photo up. In the wall of love. Too many photos of that. No. <laughs> I you need just to reach that. out to Hinge again and get photo evidence of this. <laughs> Sounds a little bit sad, emailing Hinge to get the uh, <laughs> yeah. conversation. But we're having an argument about who spoke to who first. Surely yeah. there's some like server you can get into. Hire a hacker. But there's some nutbag girls out there. Oh, talk to me about the craziest. I reckon you could be one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm an absolute psycho. <laughs> no, I'm the complete opposite. I wish I cared more. What? <laughs> Well, do you want? So I, I, I said there's some psycho girls on. Yeah, tell me uh, okay. about these psycho girls. All right, I'll talk to you about this one story in particular. Was it's pretty full on. So this girl DM'd me. It wasn't actually on on Hinge. It was on uh, Instagram, and she wrote, um, "I'm just going to Woolworths. What can I get you?" That was it. <laughs> and I thought this girl was pretty funny. She got a bit of wit about it. So and anyway, we started chatting and that, and then. Uh, I said, do you want to get, I'll take you out for dinner. So as I do, I think you should start with really low expectations. In a relationship. So I'm, Always low expectations because so at don't, least don't, don't take a girl out to Nobu first date because she expects you did that. Not. No, no, no. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Don't do that. Just for context, Nobu is one of like the fanciest restaurants in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. I have never been. <laughs> I walked past it once. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, don't set the standard like that because I expect that over and over again. So you've only got to keep this. So what I do is I start at the bottom of the barrel. So <laughs> We're going to Ask him. I took her to uh, two dollar dumplings in um in Shanghai in Chinatown. Our I first would love time. that. Is it BYO? They spelt <laughs> they spelt Jim Beam Jim Bean on the menu. Um. Anyway, so I start low expectations. So I took her out for six dollar chicken parmas. In so Mornington. Where do you get those? Mornington. No way. I'm going to have to go there. Great Can me, place. you, and Em go on a triple date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to third wheel. You're trying to get a threesome. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. So um, took her to uh, $6 Palmer's. And anyway, I got to the, we were having, eating, It was the conversation was going well. And I looked at her phone and she had my photo as the background of her phone. Uh, Oh, what photo of you was it? It was just a photo with my top off from Bali. <laughs> that's in my yeah, which is a little bit strange. So I sort of like looked at it. I'm like, oh, oh my god, did you, did you say something? Well, I thought she was doing it as a joke. Like, I'm hoping she was doing it as a joke, but yeah, it was a little bit weird. Um, that's crazy. Oh, no. That's something I'd probably do as a setup. Actually, for content purposes, I'm going to set up a Tinder date, set him as my phone screensaver, and make sure he sees it. And take a photo of you and him at the date, and then put it as your profile oh, my God, straight yes. after. It was for the potty. I'm doing it for the podcast. Yeah, so I was a little bit freaked out. The conversation was fine, all right. So we end up going back home and. So I'm not. I don't always have sex on the first date, but this was this was anyway because I was. I don't think I had sex for a while, so I was pretty desperate. Anyway, we got the we got the the job. I got the job done, and uh, she's packing up and she's about to go home. And she goes, oh, she goes, can we just do catch up maybe once a week and do this because I don't want my boyfriend knowing that um that I'm doing this. And I, and, and I was like, you know that blink emoji like that. that. The gif, you know that gif? That's what I look like. I was just like, what the fuck? There is a fear bit going on. I said, fucking no. <laughs> what? So I'm... did she change her screensaver just before she goes home? Must have. I've got no idea. <laughs> it was unbelievable. What did you say? But... I need to know the in story. I need to know more details. Well, I just didn't so speak many... to her again. So. That was the end of it. I rang the boyfriend and said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He'll slowly work it out, I think. So, yeah. So, I guess you've proved that you, you have had some game over the years with the ladies. Oh, you know what you're doing. I don't know about game. But okay. <laughs> Maybe I should work. I've that done okay. Me. Yeah. I guess you don't struggle in this department. No. But you've told some stories about crazy girls. So I want to touch on some stories about guys too. Yes. And I want to get your perspective of something that I received off a Tinder guy. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. Nice. Talk to me. I'm here to listen. <laughs> So one time I was talking to this guy on Tinder and he told me that he was really good at writing poems. Yep. Not only did I ask him to write me a poem, I asked him to write me an acrostic poem using my name and I wanted it to be written on a rock and him to bring it around to me. Jeez, you're not asking much. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just opening a Jim Beam can here. Sorry. <laughs> Settling yeah, in for the night. drink for this. So he wrote me an acrostic poem with my name. It was one side of the rock was Terry, the other side was Kearns. And I didn't have any clue what was going to be on this That's poem. sweet, isn't it? <laughs> and he told me, he was like, oh, you're really intimidating, so I don't want to meet you. Can I just leave it outside your house? You are not an intimidating, but you're a, you're a big personality. I've actually had this multiple times. I don't know. I'm like, I hate that people actually think that of me oh. because I, I don't know. I don't think I'm intimidating, but I definitely understand how I can come across like that. You could beat the shit out of people, so you can be intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, did you say? <laughs> 
So pretty much he wouldn't meet me. So he dropped it outside of my house. And as soon as he said it was delivered, we ran outside and next to the letterbox was this square rock that was like perfectly flat. I was just, I was confused at where he got a rock like that. But Yeah. Did he carve it himself or something? <laughs> I was confused. Maybe it was a paver. So when we started to read the poem, one of the sides was Kearns and Kay was like, kinky Terry likes it dirty. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, he's coming hot. He's, he's coming really, really yeah, hot. Yeah. And he was like, erotica, I will read to you. I did not Fifty expect- Shades of Grey, that is. It was. <laughs> the first thing I do is I message him and I'm like, I, I go, whoa, you're so good at writing. <laughs> Have you ever thought about writing a book? And he says to me, well, it's funny that you say that, actually, because I have written a book. And he goes, do you want to see it? So has he written the book about you or just written a book in general? No, he just had the book. I had it there already, yeah. Yeah, he had already So it was probably about someone else. It could be about anyone. I think it's about multiple people. Okay. And I said, I'd absolutely love to read it. (laughs) So the next night he said, look, I'm still too scared to meet you, but I'll put it inside your letterbox. Bloody hell. So he finished work. He drives to my house. He puts this book in the letterbox, and it's in one of those big Glad snaplock bags, like one of the A4 ones. Yeah, yeah. Like we ain't fucking around with those little sandwich nah, bags. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this guy means business about protecting this book. <laughs> so, look, I haven't showed you this book yet, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the intro to give you an idea. It looks like it was made in about 1930, it's that book. It's handwritten. It's handwritten. It's not, it's not a printed book. Older it's... than the Bible, that thing. <laughs> okay, here we go with the intro. This book will help you get the girl of your dreams and become the guy that all the girls want to chase. It will have everything you need to know about how to get a woman and how to make sure she calls you back for more. There are pages remaining in the back to share your experiences with the men who read this book and how every chapter has helped. Am I one of these men to read the book, am I? I wanted to get your take on it and see if you agree with some of the things that he has written in this book. What's chapter one? <laughs> oh, chapter two is crazy versus hot. So he gives a little a little table, <laughs> like, a, like a weather time table of what makes a... Uh, that, that's actually the table that everyone uses for everything. Yeah, so it's got like a no-go zone, a danger zone, a fun zone. I should have read this before I was with him. <laughs> we would M sit on the table. She's a unicorn. Unicorn zone is very rare. He's got chapter three, which is dirty chat. This is actually the, a man bible. I, should, this is actually, I might hang on to this. Dirty chat normally happens over the phone, through text, over Snapchat, and sometimes even in letters. If your sex chat is great... You'll turn the girl on, making her horny and a little wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's common sense. Um, wow, this is good. This oh, it, it goes on down here to, to say, if she asks you to send a dick pic, only do so once she has sent you her tits. Because if you send her one first, then you won't see her pussy. <laughs> reasonably sound advice. I've never sent a dick pic, by the way. Yeah. I actually got my dick pierced. What? And I sent it. To my mates. So that's the only dick pic I've sent out. Is it still pierced? Nah, it's not pierced now. I took it out. It was <laughs> annoying me. How do you get pierced? Well, it goes through like your cock eye and like out out the bottom of your penis. It's like a bar, like about that long. Um, but yeah, it's hard to, when you when you piss, it like sprays everywhere. What's so it's it like, like, like banging with it on? It's fine. 
Does it not like get caught on something? Nah, nah, it's pretty good. I've never, I've heard of like clips. It was a tough week like after I got it done because you gotta, you gotta put a, a glove over your penis because <laughs> it bleeds. And I'm just like, oh, I know that. So yeah, don't get a dick piercing. Now, what's that chapter? Is that chapter let's seven? Let's go. Let's go to the tips that he gives on page eight. Girl. So I'll set the tone here. So with new technology, meeting and talking with girls has become easier. Social applications such as Facebook, Tinder, Snapchat, and many other apps. Give men an array of women. It's like a supermarket. <laughs> if you use these tips, you will 100% pull a bird. Here we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, tip one, your appearance. Dress to how they present themselves. If she dresses classy, then you do as well. Most Is that women- something you would actually do if you knew a girl was like sporty or if you knew a girl was like... No, no, I'm very much I dress how I want to dress. Exactly. And if she doesn't like me, she doesn't like me. Tip two, what you say. Give compliments. Women love attention and they love a guy who make them feel good. Here are some examples. Jesus, here we go. You, Sarah, have the most beautiful smile. It has honestly made my day. I love the way you have your hair today. It looks beautiful. I absolutely love how you are always so nice. You really make me happy. Somebody said that to me. You're better off saying you're fucking hot. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez, you look fucking hot today. That's what I say to him. <laughs> Tip three, be nice but not too nice. When you start talking, be nice and make sure you're funny and sometimes be a bit naughty. But don't go too far because if you do, then you will lose them. This means no dick pictures unless you're having that type of conversation. So don't send anything until she sends you her tits. <laughs> <laughs> he said that twice now. So just a message for all the guys out there. Make sure that you don't send a dick pic. Get the tits it. first. <laughs> So do you, does, if a guy sends you a dick pic, do you go, Phew. No, nah. not ever. I don't not think a dick's once. the most attractive thing in the world anyway. No, I do not want to see that shit. Absolutely not. And so many guys do it. And just unexpected dick pics as well. It's like, mm. oh, Out yes, of nowhere. I've just seen your dick. Man, I want to fuck you. Yeah, like, 8.30 no in the morning on a, on a Tuesday. No girl has ever said that. Eating your wheat pics. <laughs> Somebody tell me if I'm wrong, but has anybody ever received a dick pic and be like, oh, yeah, come fuck me? Like, <laughs> That has never happened. <laughs> Guys, never oh, send an unsolicited God. dick pic. It might happen in porn videos. That's about it. And I'll, we won't go into chapter seven, but that's anal, if anyone <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> we'll leave it there, especially for now. Been a fair bit going on. But after hearing these stories, I'm I'm glad to say that there's hope for all of us, even fucking me. Oh, you'll get there. <laughs> you'll get there one day. I, I literally haven't dated anybody for about... Four years. I think a huge part of the reason of why I haven't dated anybody seriously for so long is just looking at like my friends' relationships and people around me. And I see them like arguing over the most ridiculous things, like extreme jealousy and just overall, it's so unhealthy. And me seeing it, I was like, I do not want that at fucking all. Well, I reckon I'll, I'll give you three tips for a healthy relationship. Mm. You ready? Okay, yes, yes, yes. Hit me. I reckon. Always laugh. Laugh is a big thing. I'm good at that. And if you ever if, if you ever argue, talk it through and laugh about it afterwards. I very think important. A big thing of people because everyone's going to argue about yeah. something. You know, you're going to argue about something, but don't let it consume you. Don't let mm. it go on for too long. Um, trust, oh, massive, is a trust thing. Let them do. If they want to go on a holiday with the girls, let them go on a holiday with the girls. If you want to go on a holiday with the guys, do that. Have that trust, and also um, honesty. So I'm very very honest about everything. So. If like there's no hiding of phones, there's no this, there's no that. And I think that causes friction in a relationship as well. So 
I think that's such an important one. And a good sex life. Oh, yes. (laughs) That is my number one, hands down. (laughs) Apart from sex life, I think one of the most important things is honesty because if somebody tells, like, this little white lie where they just think it's going to brush things over short term when it could have just been discussed and they just brush over it and lie about it, and then later on it comes out, the person's always going to be like, oh, you know, like, what else are you lying about? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying relationships can't work from 18 to they can, but it's important to get everything out of your system before you get into a relationship. <laughs> That's and enough. so you have. <laughs> so I have. So there you go. <laughs> oh, well, Jesus has been good, Tez. Honestly, if my future relationship isn't like yours, I don't fucking want it. Oh, Thank you. So I think the main thing that we want to really cement today is even if you have these crazy experiences, I'm obviously still in that chapter of my life. Even if you sleep with a lot of people or you don't sleep with a lot of people, it shouldn't affect your future relationships. And I don't think you should ever be judged on or judge somebody else on what you've done or what they've done in their past life, which I think Luke has really proven today. Great words of advice. <laughs> I couldn't word it any better myself. <laughs> Did I write <laughs> words that? No. Of wisdom. <laughs> no, that's it. And and don't. The other thing is, I've got a few friends that stress that they're not in relationships and they should be living life a certain way. There's no right or wrong way. Like you're not supposed to just go to school, meet a girlfriend, buy a house, have kids, and that doesn't necessarily happen in that order. So I, I've been married and been divorced. And I wouldn't take any of that back for the world. Is there is there any last words of wis- of wisdom that you can leave the dear listeners of Fear That Going On podcast? Oh, just keep listening to Tez because you are. <laughs> She's she's full of wisdom. She's full of wisdom. And maybe don't take all of her advice, but take some of it. <laughs> take some of it on board. We're like 50-50. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Foz, for coming on the show. It's been an absolute fucking pleasure, and I have no doubt we'll probably do another episode in the future. Thanks for having me in today. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>